0: Thank you for joining us. We are in a series entitled Celebration. We're talking about praise and worship. And today we're going to talk about spirit filled worship. And I invite you, if you have your Westover app, to join us on our notes, whether here in the room or on our online community. And we're going to look at spirit filled worship today. It was last weekend, during the worship service. Uh we had a prayer team moment. I love prayer team moment when our prayer team comes, just for God to work in hearts. And I was praying with a man last weekend, and he came forward, comes to the church, just a faithful, faithful guy in our, our community, of uh, our, the Westover community, and he said, and he disclosed to me, he said, Pastor, I'm struggling with alcohol. He said, I'm trying to beat it, but it's beating me. We had prayer together. I said, I said, you need deliverance laid hands on him, began to speak and pray over him. I spoke to him twice this week and he said, Pastor, I'm a different person. I'm a different person. Last week during the altar, some of the family members were here and a and a man showed up, a young man. He was, the family didn't even know he was coming. And they, they saw him. He just arrived at, at church. And after service was over, he came forward and I prayed with him. And he just began to share with me kind of where he's been and the battles and where he struggled with. And he said, I just need something in my life. I said, you need God in your life. We prayed together. He asked the Lord. He had a making new moment. And his heart gave his life to Jesus. What am I saying? The presence of God. We were created for the presence of God. Without the presence of God, life is distorted and dissatisfying. And some of us are trying to do life without God's presence and we're, we're wondering what's wrong. And I will tell you, it's because we were created for God's presence. The Lord created us a threefold being. We, let me just break this down. We have five senses, the physical part of our life, we know that uh see uh, touch feel taste hear you know all that are five senses but we also recognize there's an intellectual and an emotional part of our life that's why we we take a seminar to learn more to to grow more to to try to gain more information that's that kind of that intellectual part or emotional part of our life it's the area of your conscious when you said i feel guilty you're right you feel it's emotion you feel guilty emotions from from depression to insecurity to rage to 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 the sense of hurt to the to the sense of uh betrayal all of those emotions that's in your emotional intellectual part reasoning rationale how you see things how you value things your worldview that's all in that intellectual emotional part of our our memory memory some of us we have memories that haunt us there's places you won't go there's things you won't do because you have memory some of us are in a second marriage and the first marriage is haunting us. the memories of that and you have clammed up and you 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 have closed up on the inside because of a memory and then there is imagination your dreams your aspirations you want to start a business want to do this you want to see that obtained that's in your emotional and and your intellectual part of your being God created that God put that in your and, and that's a part of who you are but there's another aspect of who we are and that's our spiritual being our spiritual being first corinthians 13 tells us some part of that is faith hope and love and then there's there's a, there's another aspect of that and that's a sense of purpose or a sense of meaning uh, ephesians chapter 1 gives us an understanding of willpower willpower is not an emotion. Some of you, you're, you're trying to do it in tenacity. Tenacity is an emotion, but willpower comes from the spirit. You're calling it willpower but it's actually emotional power and you're trying to operate, trying to break a habit, trying to be a better person, trying to change your attitude and you're doing it by your own tenacity and own effort and you always fail. You, you build up and try to do and then all of a sudden you collapse and you get weak and you get frustrated and you just realize you're not all that you could be. And most of our prayer life, most of our needs, most of our struggles are in this emotional and intellectual part of our life. That's where our marriage problems are. Yeah, it's our emotions. That's where our, 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 our difficulty with our teenager is. It's in the emotion. That's a, it's the tug of war between the two, the two personalities clashing together. It's in that emotional, intellectual part of life that we have the most of our struggles, battles, difficulties, conflicts, etc. But God created us primarily as a spiritual person now in the emotional and intellectual that's where you find wellness you go to a counselor to get well emotionally nothing wrong with that we have wellness in our emotions but it's in your spiritual life you discover wholeness and some of us are trying to get well without being whole some of us are trying to obtain wellness but we haven't experienced wholeness. Do you know Jesus? He would heal people. They were well, they got better. But Jesus never said to people, Be thou made well. What did he say? Be thou made whole because God recognized we're primarily spirit and the spirit part of our life is the most starved part of our being the most underfed undernourished part of our being and we're trying to get well without being whole and no wonder we kind of build ourselves up and we go to a seminar we, we, we apologize after we've had an argument with our spouse and we we'd work through things we take a vacation, we go through all these things to kind of build ourselves up but we always deplete and run out of energy and, and run out of ability to co- continue that progress. Why? Because God says we need to be whole before we can be well. And how we engage and activate the spiritual part of us primarily is through worship. You see, we were created for God's presence. God's presence is the necessary ingredient in order to have wholeness. If you're trying to have wholeness without God's presence, you are a leaking vessel and you're going to always be depleted by the next crisis, conflict, difficulty. Some of us, our, our whole spiritual life is, is based upon emotion i don't feel like singing i don't feel like going to church i don't feel like reading the bible i don't feel like being around god's people right now and it's the emotional and intellectual that's actually controlling the spiritual end have you ever experienced that when you have wholeness with god and your spiritual person is activated all of a sudden you feel better emotionally when 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 you have hope guess what you have optimism when you have faith you have confidence god wants us to be whole in order for us to be well and how we activate the spiritual part of us again is spirit-filled worship now worship worship is ascribing to god value worth and honor value worth and honor we ascribe it to god verbally or expressing it or by an action or what that is worship now if if something happens on the stage and you think the person did a good job and you do this that's an applause but if your heart is celebrating to the lord and you're saying to god i love you clapping becomes worship worship is when we ascribe to god value worth and honor it's when our emotions to is going to God. If you just sing the words on the screen because you like the music and you pat your foot and it just allows you kind of to, for a moment to escape the cares and it just, it just makes you feel good in the moment. Nothing wrong with that, but that's not worship. That, that's worship. That's, a, that, that, that's, your, that's your play playlist. can I tell you? That's just kind of uh, unplugging for life for a little bit. Worship is is when we ascribe to God value, worth, and honor. Remember last week, God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit. We are a spiritual being. Not just our emotions, not just our five senses, our spirit being, the part of us that's the image of God, God's spirit, we have spirit in it. And when we offer and ascribe to God from our spirit unto the Lord, value, worth, and honor... At that moment, at that time, that action becomes and expresses worship unto the Lord. You see, worship silences worries. Yeah, we're waiting till our worries are past for us to worship. No, worship will silence your worries. With that in mind, I want you to go with me into the New Testament. We're going to read some Scripture today. More than one verse. We're going to kind of unpack this. We're going to talk about Spirit-filled worship. Acts chapter 10. Verse number 24 of this chapter tells us that they were at the place called Caesarea by the sea and they were in a worship service. You ever been to Israel with us? We have gone to Caesarea by the sea. It's one of the first places we visit on that first day, Caesarea by the sea. That's where Cornelius was. It's one of, we had one of the new Testament churches there and here is a church Corrine, at cornelius he's he's kind of the leader of this church and they're gathering together and they're worshiping god praising the lord and then all of a sudden in verse number 46 here's what it says it says for they heard them this is the church new testament church they heard them speaking in tongues and praising god I'm talking about spirit-filled worship why do i read that because some of us have inaccurately been told that speaking in tongues in worship is unnecessary Some of you are told that. Somebody has has, has wrongly taught you it should never happen in worship. It's out of place. That's how the New Testament church worship. And whoever told you that never read this chapter. They were in church service and speaking in tongues and praising God. Philippians chapter 3, verse number 3. In this one verse we have the Trinity mentioned. It says, for we worship God. That's the Father. We worship the Father by means of the Spirit. Did you notice the word Spirit is capitalized? Anytime in your Bible when the word Spirit is capitalized, it means the Holy Spirit. You could in your mind insert the word before Spirit, Holy Spirit. We worship the Father by means of the Holy Spirit and rejoice in our life in union with christ jesus we're in christ jesus we know the lord we want to worship the father how do we do it we do it by means of the spirit how important it is for us to have spirit-filled worship because in spirit-filled worship we move out of just being controlled by our emotional and intellectual part we move into a new dimension of worship, And with that in mind, I want to talk to you about how spirit-filled worship deepens our relationship with God. Spirit-filled worship deepens our relationship with God. You want to go deeper with the Lord? You want more of God? You want, you want a deeper experience? How do you get there? Spirit-filled worship. With that, go with me to First Corinthians chapter number 2. 1 Corinthians chapter number 2, verse 9 and 10 probably verses you've heard before read before or maybe even heard somebody preach from before let me just read them to us here we are verse number nine however it is written what no eye has seen and no ear has heard this is not from the five senses god's about to tell you something you're not going to get this in the five senses let's go on no human mind is conceived it's not from your intellectual and your emotional okay you it's not your five senses it's not from your intellectual or your emotional part of your life god's about to tell us something what is it the things he has prepared for those some of us are are thinking we can figure god out with our mind some of us are trying to read god by our emotion i know i'm not sure if the lord is in i don't feel good about it and tomorrow well i feel now god's in it well he wasn't in it yesterday and he's in it today which which is it why you're operating in your mind in your emotion and it is so susceptible to mood god says don't do that i've got something great prepared for you well how do i understand what god is doing when when, when i when i'm trying to seek out what he has next for me he tells us in verse number 10 for these things god has revealed to us by his spirit it's capitalized that's the holy spirit The Holy Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. Here it is. God is saying in your life, He has a purpose. He has a plan. God wants to take us to the next step. You're saying, I want more of God. I want to do something. I want to to make the right decisions in my life. I don't don't want to make a mistake. I, I don't want to have regrets and remorse later. God, I need it. Here's what God is saying. Your mind won't figure it out. Your emotions won't figure it out. You can't figure it out by by your senses. How do you get there? You get there by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is searching all things. All things. He searches all things. He knows the wrong thing, the main thing, and the right thing. The Holy Spirit knows the wrong thing, the main thing, and the right thing. He knows if that's the wrong job. He knows, young adult, if that's the wrong person to date. He knows the wrong thing. He knows the right thing. He knows how to guide you. He knows what the main thing is in your life. He searches all things, even the deep things of God. And every one of us, there is a deep moment in God. And God sees your purpose. And God is summonsing you from where you're at to another moment, to another experience, to another level. And the Holy Spirit is your tour guide. The Holy Spirit is the one that's going to take you and I into that. We don't have to stumble through life. I don't have to worry how I feel today or how I feel tomorrow. I don't have to worry if my mind figures it out. I don't have to read a book on it. Guess what I do? The Holy Spirit is going to navigate every one of us through that process. Let let, let, Let me make it plain. Okay? There is a you that you have not seen that God knows. There is a you that's more you than the you you think you are. Do you get it? There it is. There is a you. God says, I see. I know how I wired you. And you're thinking this and you're short-sighted because you're going by your mind and your emotions. But God is standing in your future and He knows everything. He knows the reason He created you that way and the deep things of God and the Holy Spirit is there and He's pulling you and He's guiding you and He's summonsing you into God's purpose for your life. And how you activate the Holy Spirit in your life easier than anything else is through worship. 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 Worship is not for God's good. Worship is for ours. It activates my spirit. It activates my spirit so I can sense God's presence. And in just a moment, I'm going to invite the worship team out here. And I want to guide you in a time of spirit-filled worship. I'm not talking about our mind. I'm not talking about our emotions. I'm talking about our spirit. Our spirit responding to God. And in order to move into spirit-filled worship, we have to understand one of God's principles, one of God's laws in the Bible. It's the law of fullness. The law of fullness. The law of fullness, and God's Word teaches this consistently, there's things that happen only in fullness. They don't happen in part. That's right. That's why the Scripture talks to us in in Ephesians chapter 3 with being filled with all the fullness of God. Filled with all the fullness? There's some things that don't happen when we're empty. There's things that don't happen when we're halfway engaged. There's things that will not happen in our life in the wellness area until we have wholeness. God is saying, until you're whole, you will never be well. And the, the Bible is encourages and God is encourages that we need to, we need to operate in, in fullness. That's why Scripture says in Ephesians chapter 3 that we need to be strengthened with might by His Spirit in the inner man. Because guess what? If we're doing it by our emotions, we will make the wrong choice. And some of us have pro, profound regrets in our life because we were short-sighted and we did things just impulsively and we made the wrong choice. And God says, I don't want you to live there. I have a higher purpose for you. And it's called the law of fullness. Let me explain the law of fullness. The law of fullness says that God will do things when we're full of His presence that we won't do when we are not full of His presence. And many of us have an have a automobile gas tank mentality with God. What am I talking about? You know my automobile will run just as good with a quarter of a tank than it will with a full tank? That's That's right. I don't have to have a full tank of gas in order for my car to run. My air conditioner works. work, my radio will work, the windows will work, the seats will work. Everything will work. The cruise control, everything, the lights will, everything in my car will work. I can get from point A to point B to point C to point D with a quarter tank of gas because it doesn't have to be full in order for my car to operate uh, in all levels and proficiency and that's how many of us think with God we think we don't have to be full of God I just have enough of God come to church occasionally in fact you know what I don't even have to have the entire church service I can come 20 minutes late and I don't have to sit there and stand while they play music it's not on my playlist and it's not stuff I'm interested in so I'll just come and get my little moment and if I can get just a little fuzzy warm moment and feel good on the inside guess what I can handle the rest of life but life is handling you Life is beating you up. Why? Because you think you can operate with God with a quarter of a tank, and God doesn't operate that way. What is it? The lawfulness says you have to be full in order for it to work. Uh, y- about a year ago, in fact, it was a year ago this coming October, Denise and I took a weekend trip. We went away and we went to the Balloon Fest in albuquerque new mexico we'd heard about it just see pictures of it, the most photographed event in the world so we went we had always talked about going so we got in the plane we flew to albuquerque got a hotel room we were there we got tickets got on the bus went down and the field they have a big big field in the middle of albuquerque and we were going down for what they call the grand ascension that's about 350 balloons that morning they just it just feels like it's fantastic it's wonderful but you go there, we got there, and the, the sun was barely coming up, and we had a cup of coffee, and we were eating a taco waiting for it, and there were people unloading, and they were taking these, they were taking these balloons out like a deflated a balloon, just like a, a, a kid's balloon, just laying on the ground. The sun comes up, and you could see, couldn't tell what they are, and all of a sudden they had these machines, and they, and they began to fire up, and all of a sudden, and air would begin to blow And all of a sudden, it began to take a little shape. But it didn't lift. There's the basket, the guy in the basket, nothing's changing. They go, and then all of a sudden, the balloon inflates a little bit more. It's beginning. And there, I saw, I saw Yoda. There's a balloon that's Yoda. I begin to see his ear, that big old ear, begin to kind of crop up. And And here they go, and then all of a sudden, I saw Yoda wake up. And I saw Yoda's eyes. They come over here. And then all of a sudden I saw Yoda go like a And Yoda's up. I could see his face. Denise, that's Yoda. (laughs) But guess what? The balloon would go up, but it still didn't have enough to lift the basket. There's the guy in the basket, but it's still not full enough to lift the basket. Oh, I can see Yoda. It looks full. The balloon is inflated. But it doesn't have the lift. So they keep going. And then all of a sudden, there's guys holding it with a rope. And then you feel the rope. It's tugging. And then I see guys. And then all of a sudden. And then I watch in a moment. They let go of the rope. And the guy in the basket goes up. At that point, it's full. It's not full when it's laying down on the ground. It's not even full when Yoda's face is up and his ears are sticking out. Because there's a guy in the basket and it still doesn't have lift. It's full when it can go from this domain to that sphere. It's full when it can lift you and lift the weight and carry the load. When all of a sudden you're no longer on this level, but you're on that level, then it's full. That's what I'm talking about. God has a level a fullness that takes you out of your emotion. It takes you out of your mind. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard. It hasn't even come across your emotion and your mind. There's something God has prepared and God will show it to you in His Spirit. How you plug into God's Spirit, we plug in through Spirit-filled worship. We activate the Holy Spirit in our life. So I'm going to invite the worship team to come back on the platform and I'm going to invite you to get ready to move into spirit-filled worship oh, you were celebrating God's spirit was moving just a moment ago in a powerful way in the service powerful way in fact, they just extended worship further I just told them, keep going they, they're about to turn the service to me I said, no, just the Holy Spirit's doing something just, you don't stop the Holy Spirit he knows what he's doing But I came here on this weekend to invite you to know spirit-filled praise. just a moment, I'm going to ask you to stand. And I'm going to invite you to let the inner spirit, that part of you, begin to worship. And it's all right to worship in tongues. 1 Corinthians 14 and 15 says, we sing with our understanding. And sometimes we just sing with the spirit. And that's all right to do. And if somebody's told you it's inappropriate they haven't read the New Testament we worship in the Spirit so it's alright like to do it so it's alright like to do it and I came here and I felt like the, early this morning I'm in my office I'm watching the sun come up and I just felt like the Lord was speaking to me for this service in this house there are wounded worshipers I felt the Holy Spirit w- whisper that this morning. Wounded worshipers. Something's happened. Something happened to you. Yeah. You've lost your liberty. You haven't lost your passion. You've lost your liberty. And God invites you back. He invites you back to His throne room. Worship in the Spirit. Some of us, we haven't felt God's release. We hasn't been tears in our eyes. Our, the, the fountain of our of our heart is in a drought you just you you walk through words that you're longing to sense the deep well of emotion that you once had when your spirit released and as it were God was setting your spirit free to worship God wants to reclaim you God wants to invite you back God wants you to worship him in the spirit for some of us you feel so inadequate so inadequate every time you come to a spiritual moment like this you you, you're about to respond and guess what satan reminds you of your failure have you ever noticed that you're about to make a spiritual commitment you're about to take a spiritual step and satan reminds you of your mistake last week and the promise you made to god last year that you didn't fully keep and he tells you see see you, you, you can't today because of back then. I'm going to invite you. Don't listen to Satan anymore. I'm going to invite you. The Father is inviting you. Come into his presence. Come into his presence. Some of us need a fresh touch of the Lord. Men, some of us guys, some of us guys, we need an experience in worship. It's not patting the foot and nodding our head while our wife worships god wants to make men worshipers now i'm not telling you have to worship like me guys i'm not even dictating the volume and sometimes when you talk this way men sometimes you quote it you will equate it to well you've got to be as loud or you've got to be as boisterous i'm not talking about that i'm talking about worship from the heart so i'm going to invite you i'm going to invite you into worship And i sensed i was on the platform while you were You were worshiping a while ago. I sensed in my heart God wants to bring wholeness to the house. There's people, you're not well because you're not whole. You're not whole in this this inside. There's brokenness in your life. You're kept by expectation of somebody else or intimidation. And God wants you to be whole. So balcony and main floor... I'm going to invite you to stand together with me right now, would you? Put down your Bible and put down your electronic device. And I'm going to invite you right now all across the house. Would you join me right now? Just close your eyes. It, it, it kind of sometimes helps you block out everyone around you. It kind of helps you escape the, the feeling like you're a spectacle. And it kind of gives you a, a secret, a secret experience with god just a one-on-one moment in the secret place of god's presence just close your eyes Mm. just begin to worship in your mind just begin to set your, your your focus and your attention on the lord yes yes that's right now i'm just going to invite you just to begin to worship the lord verbally just Just begin to express it. It's all right even to pray in the Spirit. There's nothing wrong with it. Just begin to express your, your worship to the Lord. Join me, balcony. All across there, just from your heart, genuine. From your spirit, worship unto the Lord. Oh God, we love you. Spirit of the Lord, you want to bring wholeness in this house. Spirit of the Lord, you want to just liberate people from living in the emotional and intellectual realm, which is left them depleted and dissatisfied some are even disillusioned God because they feel one way one day and they feel a different way another day and they have mistaken that that's the spirit of God they they they, they feel disappointment because they they think that's you but it's not you it's because they're primarily they're primarily operating in their and their emotions and God, right now, you want them to operate in their spirit. I just, I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit will just come into this house right now. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Spirit filled people, let's just begin to, let's just begin to pray in the spirit. Would you do it?
1: Just begin to pray in the spirit. Oh, hallelujah hallelujah oh god i love you lord i love you lord god awaken people's
0: spirits right now would you just every voice now every voice from your heart let your voice let your voice express your spirit now let your voice express your spirit join me fellas come on guys let's let's let, let's be participators you don't have to do it like me you don't have to do it as loud as I am you Just, but it comes from your heart genuine under the Lord young men, young men the kingdom of God needs you to be a worshiper would you just join me right now if you haven't prayed in the spirit in a long time it's a great time to just say Lord I need a fresh touch, I need to I need a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit in my worship right now. Oh, we're going to begin to worship in song, but let it be, let it come from your Spirit. Let's worship right now. Oh,
1: hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, spirit of God.
2: Move in this place. Yes. Speak over us. Oh, God. In of space. From your heart, from your
1: spirit unto the Lord right now. We prophesy. Join me, balcony. Yes, worship. Let's fill the balcony Tribals with worship. la la ma
2: Spirit of
1: God.
2: Move once again Come on, let's sing it out with over? Spirit of God Move in this place Speak over us In vain our space We prophesy A dry bones to life. Oh, Spirit of God. Move once again. Sing it out. Say, Spirit of God. Move in this place. Sing it up. My bones to love. Spirit of God. Speak over us. He made our spirits We prophesy. Tribes to life. Spirit of God, move once again. me free, we prophesy, but dry bones tonight.
0: right now your spirit your spirit is so pervasive We just sense we're in holy ground before you and people have connected with your spirit in a very meaningful way you have, you have awoken something in their heart and I just pray God that as we, we move into spirit praise the deeper praise the deep things of God Lord you will teach us to follow your spirit. And Lord, you'll make us worshipers, make Westover a worshiping church. We welcome your Holy Spirit. We welcome your Holy Spirit. Oh, God,
1: we welcome your Holy Spirit. We love you, God. We love you, Lord. We love you, God. Oh, la 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 ma si la 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 ma la 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 We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Hallelujah. It's a good thing to worship the Lord,
0: isn't it? Thank you for being with us in this weekend's service. As you go, Would you just, would you bless somebody in the name of the Lord? Would you share a smile? You you, you might even hug somebody. That might take some of you out of your comfort zone a little bit. But would you share your best smile as you go today? God bless you. Go and the love of the Lord Jesus.